Hello, thank you so much for tuning in today. I received a really great question from one of my Missing Link members recently, and this is a question that a lot of people with multiple sclerosis has asked me over the last 10 or so years. And so I wanted to bring this question up on this podcast and answer it for you guys live, because I know that if one person has this question, lots of other people do too. So I've talked about the fear of falling before on podcast episodes and YouTube videos and social media videos, and we even have videos in the missing link on that. But usually when we're talking about fear of falling, it's typically due to poor balance or lack of strength. And this question looks at the fear of falling a little bit different. So the question is, what if my fear of falling has more to do with my poor proprioception? Are there exercises for that? So that's what I want to dive into today because first and foremost, not everyone knows what proprioception is. And secondly, there are exercises that you can do for it. The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Let's dive in. Proprioception. What the heck is that? That's a really weird word. Proprioception is your body's ability to understand where your body is in space and more specifically where your limb is in space. And an example of this might be if you were sitting right now, I'm assuming most of us are sitting. If you're sitting and you close your eyes and you were to move your arm out in front of you, can you tell where your arm is? Can you feel that it's out in front of you? And in the physical therapy clinic, the way that we test this is we have you close your eyes and then we move your limb. We might move your arm or your leg or your toe. And I ask you, is your toe up or down? Or is your knee straight or bent? And so it's even better if you can test this where someone else is moving you, but it still applies if you're moving your own limb. So again, you'd close your eyes, move your limb. It could be your arm, it could be your leg, just anywhere. It could be out to the side, overhead, forward. Can you tell where it is in space? If that's too tricky, another way that you can do this is to keep your eyes open, move your arm or your leg in a specific area. Again, it could be forward, side, backwards, you name it. But move it there, keep it there, close your eyes, and then ask yourself, can I feel that one arm or leg is lifted? Can I feel that it's forward or out to this side? And if you can feel it, 
you have good proprioception. You know where your body parts are in space without even looking at them. But if you can't tell, especially when someone else is moving the limb for you, if you can't tell where it is, that might be a really good sign that you don't have appropriate proprioception. And we need proprioception for balance, for controlling our posture, and controlling our movements, which includes walking, which is why if you have a fear of falling, fear of tripping, fear of losing your balance or feeling unsteady, one big cause of this could be poor proprioception because you're unable to control your limbs, especially without looking at them. And when we're walking, usually we're not looking down at our feet. We're typically looking forward. Or even if we are glancing down, it's a forward down. It's it's diagonally in front of us so that we can still see the floor or the surface that we're walking on in addition to people that are coming towards us. Very rarely are we looking directly down at our feet, which means if you have poor proprioception and you're not looking directly at your feet, you are going to notice it and you're more likely to trip or fall because your leg might land across your body or further out. One way you'll know that this might be an issue for you is if you've ever said or thought to yourself that you feel like you look like you're walking as if you were drunk, where you're taking steps forward and instead of your leg landing where you want it to, it lands across your body or a little too far forward or out to this side and you look like you're wavering a bit. Could that be a balance issue? Absolutely. But more often than not, it also includes proprioception. The three main things that affect our proprioception are balance, sensation, and vision. And of course, strength always plays a role too, but in this specific case, these are the three things that affect our proprioception. And therefore, these are the three places that we can focus on for exercises. So let's start with the most basic exercises, and this would be balance exercises. Now, of course, if you feel unsteady and like you might be losing your balance, you might assume that you have balance limitations, balance issues, and so hopefully you're already doing balance exercises. But what's really important about balance exercises is that they are functional and they are done while moving. So often when we're given balance exercises by a physical therapist or a personal trainer, they're typically done in a static position where you're not moving, meaning you might be just standing in one position and expected to balance there. And maybe your feet are really close together. Maybe they are in tandem stance where one foot is directly in front of the other. Maybe your eyes are closed. Maybe they have you move your head, but your body is staying in one position. Now that's one form of balance and it's a good form of balance. But when we're talking about proprioception and walking, it's really important that your balance exercises include movement. So one of my favorite movement-based balance exercises is weight shifting. Weight shifting is one of the most underrated exercises. If you cannot shift your body weight forward and back, you will not be able to successfully take a step forward. And then if we combine that with poor proprioception, holy cow, I'd be nervous to see what happens there. Because not only can you not shift your weight forward, 
but then that is going to cause even more difficulty to lift your back leg to bring it forward. And then if you don't even know where that leg is in space, of course, it's just going to land quickly because it just wants to quickly hit the ground so that you don't fall. And when that lands, it might be across your body or too far out to the side. And here we are back in that same position of looking like we're drunk when we walk, which we don't want. So balance exercises in a standing moving position like weight shifting. If you are in the missing link, definitely check out our weight shifting exercises. We have a ton of them and they are also mentioned in the missing link book. But if you are in the online program, that's where I have them in video format. The next exercise for proprioception and therefore can help you feel more steady and balanced when you're walking and reduced your fear of falling is sensation. So one reason that proprioception can be even worse is if we can't fully feel our feet on the ground. Feeling our feet and feeling our socks, feeling our shoes, feeling the ground is so important. All of those messages from our feet when we feel that sensation travel up to our brain and tell us if we are stable, if we're not, if we're standing on a rock or if it's flat surface and based on the situation, what we should do to act accordingly. So if you can't feel your feet, that is going to make proprioception worse because you'll move your leg forward as you're walking, but you're not really sure where it's going to land. You don't have that sensation in your feet to tell your brain where your foot should even be going. So your leg is just going to move forward willy-nilly, and we don't know where it's going to land. Sometimes it'll be in a good position. Other times it won't be, but sensation is so important. And so there's two things that we can do to focus on sensation. Number one is to use some type of product or tool to help improve sensation. And one of my favorite products out there is a company called Noboso. It's founded by Dr. Emily Splickle. She is a functional podiatrist. We've actually had her in our missing link as an expert guest speaker twice now. She is amazing. And they have lots of different products to help you feel your feet better. Now, if you have hypersensitivity where you definitely feel your feet, your, you feel the ground so much that it hurts sometimes, then this wouldn't be a good fit for you. This is more so for people who do not have enough sensation. Maybe there is numbness or just lack of sensation or tingling in your feet. And so you could use an insert. Again, they have lots of different tools. They've got socks, they've got balls, lots of things. I prefer their insoles and they specifically have ones called neuro insoles. I will put the link for them and a discount code for them down in the show notes. So definitely check that out. But that's one thing that you can do is wear insoles that are designed to improve sensation in your feet. Because that way, as you're walking and standing, you have extra assistance in feeling for the floor. And when we can feel more, when that sensation is better, our brain activates more and walking and proprioception can be easier. So that's one way to go about it. Another way is to do an actual 
sensation-based exercise. I've talked about this before on my podcast and YouTube videos, and there's lots of different ways that we can work on sensitization exercises or sensory-based exercises. But one of my favorites is to get a Ziploc bag or a bucket of dried rice or dried beans, or even better, a combination of both, dump that in, and then put your foot or both feet into the bag or the bucket. And then you just wanna move your feet around. Try to maybe pick up some of the grains and the beans with your toes and drop it, move it all around. And at first it should feel likely uncomfortable or maybe you won't feel a whole lot at all. But the idea is that we are causing abnormal sensation on your feet purposely to wake up those sensory nerves. So that's one of my favorite exercises. There are others. Those are also in the online program, The Missing Link. But that would be a really great start to work on sensation as well. The next thing that can affect proprioception is vision. And hopefully this one is a no-brainer now because as I mentioned in the beginning, proprioception has a lot to do with where we are looking or if we're looking at all, if our eyes are closed versus if they're open. So there's two different ways that you can work on vision-based exercise for proprioception to reduce the likelihood of falling, reduce your fear of falling, improve your balance, you name it. Number one is to practice moving a limb, moving your foot, moving your knee, moving your hand, finger, etc., without looking. So as I mentioned earlier, we use that as an evaluation tool where we closed our eyes and then moved to see, can I feel this? But you can also use that as an exercise as well. Similarly, you can use the same exercise, but your eyes are open. So keep your eyes open move straight in your knee or lift your toes up as much as you can, even if you have foot drop and look down at your knee or at your foot and see, is it moving? Can I feel it? Okay, let me close my eyes. Can I still feel that it's there? And you'd practice over time learning that proprioception first with looking at the body part and then with not looking at it. And there is a happy medium too, where you can look diagonally in front of you. So instead of looking directly at your foot or at your knee or whatever body part is moving, and instead of not looking at all with your eyes fully closed, you can look diagonally forward. And what that does is you're usually able to still see the limb in your peripheral vision. So you're not exactly looking at it directly, but you can still see it in your field of vision, field of sight. And that can be a good happy medium where you might start or progress to. And my final favorite exercise, I saved the best one for last, for proprioception is something that I call the cone tap. This too is in my online program, The Missing Link. And I'm gonna explain it to you, but first I want to share that this specific exercises uses a lot of muscles. It uses your hip flexors. It uses is your knee flexors. It makes you lift your ankle with your ankle dorsiflexors. It requires single leg balance, even if you're using a mobility aid. So it can be a challenging exercise in itself because it requires use of so many different muscles and body parts. But 
The final piece of this exercise is where we get the proprioception to kick in. So what you're going to do is find a tool. This exercise is called the cone tap because we're going to tap a cone, but it doesn't literally need to be a cone. The smaller or shorter the item you use, the easier it will be for your strengthening and balance. So for example, I'm at my desk right now and I just have this coaster. I love using a coaster for this cone tap exercise because this coaster is not even a half an inch high. And so this is going to be really easy to lift my leg and to tap. But the trick is to pick a height of an item that works for you, but also to pick an item that has a specific mark on it. So I'm holding up a coaster right now that has a picture of leaves on it. And for this specific exercise, I'm not just aiming to tap my foot on the entire coaster. I'm going to pick a specific leaf and maybe even a specific part of the leaf. Maybe it's going to be the tip of it or the stem of it. The more specific I get of where I am trying to tap, that's where proprioception comes into play. And we're specifically going to be tapping it with our heel, which can be tricky if you have foot drop or drop foot, but it's necessary in order to make sure that we are taking a good step forward versus just taking any step forward, not caring where our leg goes. So to do this exercise, you're going to pick your item. In my case, I chose a coaster. It could be a cone. It could be a candle. It could be, I'm just looking around my desk to see what else I have. It could be your phone. It could be a book and you're shooting for a specific letter that's on the book. It could be anything, but you're going to pick your item. Then you're going to stand close to it. Not so close that it's touching your foot already, maybe an inch or two back. Then you're going to lift one leg up and with that leg, tap your heel to the specific spot on the item that you chose. And at first, you can look down. Absolutely, look down at the item that you chose, tap your heel, and then remove your heel and come back to regular standing. You can definitely use a mobility aid for this because it is going to challenge your balance, but that's what the exercise is. That's the cone tap exercise. So lift, tap your heel, and then return to the start position. Lift, tap your heel, return to the start position. As you get better and better at this, you can start looking diagonally forward instead of directly down at your feet. So you can still see where the item is in your peripheral vision. You're just not looking directly at it. Now, this exercise would be extremely challenging and potentially not even possible if you're not looking at the item or if it's not in your peripheral vision. So I don't think the goal here is necessarily to be able to do this exercise while looking forward, not looking down at all, and it's not in your peripheral vision. That's just unrealistic. And in real life situations, you wouldn't really stumble upon that. So this is a really good exercise to work on foot placement. That's the main goal of this exercise. So if it's too challenging to do because of balance, hold on to something. If it's too challenging to do because of weakness in your legs, then choose a shorter item. The higher the item, the more strength it requires. So make it work for you and where you're at today, which might be different from where you were at yesterday or where you'll be tomorrow. I hope you found this helpful, whether you were here for the exercises or just to learn more about what proprioception is. It's a really important part of walking, and I think it's important that we understand that it exists 
and what it is. Because if we don't know what it is or that it even exists, then we likely won't do anything to fix it. We likely would just focus on one of those four types of exercises versus all four. And of course, you want to prioritize. You would not have to do all of those exercises in one day or maybe even one week. But just knowing that those are the types of exercises that you should be doing, you can more easily incorporate one or two throughout your exercise routine, therefore leading to better proprioception, better balance, reduced risk of falling, and reduced fear of falling or tripping. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you loved this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.